Hello, welcome to another episode of Writer's Tribe Pod. I have the wonderful pleasure of having Miss Nango on us. She is a children's author. Welcome, Nango. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well in yourself. I'm good, thank you. I'm good. That's good. Could you all could you tell us where you're from? Yep, I'm from Congo, the Democratic Republic of Congo. But um yeah, I live in London though. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. So I'm so happy to have our first international author on the show. So you are breaking the mold here. <laughs> Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So you are a children's author. Yes. You have written and published your first children's book. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. What is the name of your book? It's Animals of Our Land. Okay, okay. And um, I, of course, by the title, we know it's about animals. So um, Mm -hmm. could you describe... um, Basically, give us a little backstory about yourself and what led to writing your book. Okay, so I am a mother of six children. I'm a wife. I'm a believer. I believe in God, y'all. And um, yeah, I started this um, journey because um, obviously I just said I've got young children. Um, I'm from Congo, so my children... Um, always ask me questions in they ask me oh mum what is this animal called in Lingala or what's this called in Lingala at my big age 34 I didn't even know I didn't know none of these animals some of the animals they kept asking me I didn't know and I was like wait that's a bit that's wrong like how can I not know these animals like you know Lingala is my language Mm -hmm. I should know so that's when I thought okay I'm gonna just ask the people around me and when I was asking like parents, uncles, aunts, um, like a simple thing like giraffe, I was asking. And because, um, you know, Lingala and French is um, we mix it together sometimes. Um, so when I would ask them, what is a giraffe, for example, in Lingala, they would say it's giraffe. And I was like, no, it's not, you know, and I, they were like, no, that is the, the that's the name of the animal. And I was just like, you know what? I can see that this is definitely something. So let me just have do my research. Mm-hmm. When I did my research, I saw that it was actually called Digala. Oh, wow. And that's when I thought, okay, I want to do something about this. I'm going to write a book for all the children out there, even adults, actually, you know, because I know some people that, you know, adults, they've told me that they've actually learned um, certain animals' names that they didn't even know about. You know, same as my, my story, basically. So then I was like, you know what? I want to do this. I want to keep. I want to write um, children's book. I'm gonna write more books, even in the future, and just you know, certain things that we, you know, we don't really we learn it in school when it comes to like the English language. But I was thinking, I'm gonna introduce it as well, and just develop develop that idea, you know. And that's how the the book came about. And I took my time with it. You know, I just literally started writing animals and just started researching which animals in my language and you know so I discovered so many animals and it was actually it was actually quite fun as well and um you know so people didn't know what I was doing I would just be like um, what's this animal called and what's this <laughs> you know and they were just looking at me like what, what she, what she but um that's how the book came about basically so yeah it's been it's been quite fun actually yeah 
That is so awesome. So how long did it take for you to research all of the animals and how did you know how many animals you wanted in the book, if that makes sense? Yeah, so it took me, um, let's just say, I would say two years because I was, it was when I was pregnant with my twins. Mm -hmm. um, it, I started um, thinking, you know what, I'm just going to start writing. I started already writing before anyways, but it wasn't like children's kind of material. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to start writing. So that was like, let's just say when I was pregnant. So that was like, you know, a year and a half, let's just say. Mm -hmm. And then I started writing. Um, I started researching certain animals and looking, but I had so many animals. When I was actually doing the book, I had so many animals, but then I had to narrow it down because I had to remember it was a children's book. Yeah. And I know, <laughs> you know, their attention is like, you know, so, the, you know, they lose focus quite quickly. So I had to make sure that it's something that's going to keep them interested. Mm -hmm. And I was like, when with the other animals that I thought of, I was like, I'm going to just put that into the flashcards. I'm going to, you know, do that as well. So then that way, I'm still going to keep what I wanted to do, but just break it up a little bit. So then it's not too, too much. You know, children, you have to kind of, yeah, you know, know what you're doing with them. So that's, that's how it came about. But yeah, it took a while. And also... You know, you have to remember the editing um, process and doing an, a, a Lingala book is not as easy as people might think because when I was trying to look for even Congolese editors out there, I couldn't find any Congolese editors. You know, yeah. I had to ask. Yeah, I couldn't. I was looking, looking, looking. I was searching. Couldn't. So I had to literally find people that was around me, my father-in-law, mm -hmm. my dad, you know, just ask people and just make sure that we was really like, looking at the words and making sure that it was right and you know I was asking my cousins that was in Congo <laughs> you know making sure like what's this animal what's this so it's, it's definitely what they also learned in school and it's also what I've the research that I've been doing as well here so yeah it was a process it's been a process so yeah that is so amazing that um yeah. you have access to that language and you have access to the people and um, your family in Congo who's able to help you write this book that is basically a book that is helping so many people around the world I would imagine right because um, especially like we had a previous conversation and I I shared with you that here in America I can tell you like maybe 99.9% .9 of African Americans here do not know any African languages at all. We can't even, we, we do not know one word. <laughs> and yeah. let alone the country we might have been, we might have come from. So the yeah. fact that you've made this book um, is, it's so important. And you went through so much, re you've done a lot of research to ensure that it's um, accurate. So yeah. it's, it's appreciated. I appreciate it. Yeah. I was telling my sisters about it and other people about your book. I'm like, get this book, order it now. This is going to help us. So have you heard yeah. that before? Have you gotten feedback like that before since publishing your book? Yeah, I have. And um, um, as I spoke to you before, I just said that um, Congo to Global um, covered the fact that I had done the book and and also um, Voice of Congo. And they're, you know, in our community, they're the ones that bring out stories and bring out, you know, certain issues that's happening in our community or even outside the community. So when they had announced that I read this Congolese book, mm -hmm. 
in English and in Gala, the amount of attention that it brought out, I was even so, I was so shocked. I was overwhelmed. And the amount of people that messaged me all around the world was yeah. just, you know, I was just shocked. And the way they were just like, thank you for this book. It's really going to help our children. Thank you. Like, you know, someone was like, this has changed my life. I was just like, wow. You know, I didn't even know it would go that far, you know. But I just thank God because sometimes, you know, you might have a vision, but you don't know where God's going to take you. You know, you don't know the people that you're going to touch, you know, just through this. And, you know, being in touch with our background is so important to us because that's when you know, okay, this is where I'm from. Mm -hmm. I am it teaches you a lot about yourself so just you know people just been in touch because even Lingala is diluted with French mm -hmm. a lot of the times you know people say French words but it's not actually Lingala and making sure that we still keep that has been so important to me so when now I've received all these messages and all these you know people encouraging me it's just it's so touching you know so it's definitely been a journey <laughs> that is so awesome congratulations to you and congratulations you. to your family i'm sure that um they're all very proud of you and your accomplishments and what's to come um so with that being said you realize that you have tapped into something that is needed right you have you're fulfilling a need and the world, I would say, you know, I'll go on to say the world, you know, um, so how are, do you have any plans to continue on keeping the language alive? Yes, I do. I have other books that I'm writing at the moment. And even with Animals of Our Land, I've had requests um, to do other versions. So French version to Lingala, mm -hmm. um, Dutch version to Lingala. So that is something I didn't plan before. But because of the request, I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to do that. To try and do a few versions so that um, it's just not English to Lingala. So that's something that I didn't even imagine doing. But also, um, I do want to do um, flashcards as well. And, um, you know, for children as well. And also just other books. Not now it's gonna, not going to be animals, but it's going to be other things because obviously the, the in the book i've put the maconzo family so my children you know i've put them in the book and mm -hmm. um, my family i should say so yeah um <laughs> the way it is it's like the maconzo families this is a journey that they've taken in congo but there's going to be other journeys in the congo um mm -hmm. maybe in different um let's just say towns in congo where they're going maybe to the market or maybe to this so they might discover you know certain fruits or certain um vegetables you know so i'm gonna incorporate all that um so yeah so it's quite fun and even i've had certain families that are biracial that have asked me to you know make books for them as well wow. so somehow somewhere i'm gonna also do that as well so yeah they've 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 given me more work, but it's good. I like it. <laughs> that is so awesome. That is so awesome. So what would you suggest for an American? Um, so for someone like myself, I, I do not I do not have people around me who speak the language, but I'm very interested in learning the language. So how would I um, basically sharpen my skills when it comes to speaking th um, the language, your um, the Congo okay. language? Um, I think just if you know someone that speaks um, the language, Lingala, mm -hmm. um, talk to them. Because the more you speak to someone, then you'll be able to, oh, I remember that word. They said this and they said that. 
you know and now when i'm looking as well there's also a dictionary um in lingala you can go on google as well mm-hmm. and um you um on youtube there's like different videos where you can watch um african theater like films and whatnot mm-hmm. so then that's that also can teach you as well certain you know languages and also I'm, i am going to do youtube where i will put the names and certain i will teach the language going to find a way how to do it but that's also going to help as well you um so yeah just yeah just make sure you can i'm here you can talk to me you can talk to, <laughs> yeah so just use the people that you know that do speak the language and then they can help you that's the way that i would encourage you thank you thank you that is so yeah. that's so awesome so what would you so when someone what would you want someone to take away when they grab your book, when they introduce it to their children, when they um, say, for instance, it's in schools, because I, I'm speaking that your books are going to be in schools all over the world. <laughs> so what do you want them to get from your book? What, what, what imprint would you like to leave? I just want people to just know that, you know, we learned the English language as well, which is a beautiful language, but also that, there are connections to Africa that we may have mm-hmm. and to explore that as well, mm-hmm. to be in touch with our roots, whether it's our language or even someone else's language and just see that language is beautiful, you know, learning different languages. And you know how they say children when they're so young, they're like sponges, they soak up everything. Mm-hmm. If you teach your child language when they're so young, you know, when they're older, they can, you know, go different places and they can say, you know what, I speak this language, this language is very um I think it's just rich, you know, and um, Congo um, is such a rich country. You know, sometimes we just hear Congo and we think, oh, it's poor and, you know, there's so much poverty behind it. But actually, when you do the research, it's actually a rich country. Mm -hmm. And I want people to also know that Africa is beautiful. And when you're reading this book, to just know that, you know, because the language is so cool. When people are reading it, they're like, oh, my gosh, I like the language. So I want people to take away that it's it's actually cool it's beautiful it's something you can you know you can learn and even when you go to congo it's so beautiful africa's beautiful i want people to see that part as well and not just see that you know the poor side or you know anything like that i want them to see that congo is beautiful to know that we have you know a rainforest in congo mm-hmm. and um you know, there's certain animals that are there that you know they're not in any other country as well really? you know, so to, yeah you know, so just, you know, just so people can know that this this book is just to show that our country, Congo, Africa, is beautiful. And apart from um, what we may see on TV, if you do your research, I think I want people to also do their research. Mm-hmm. If you don't know something, do your research, look, look right. into it right. and just find, yeah, just find what it is instead of just thinking, oh, maybe, you know, maybe this and maybe that do your research and look and just see what it is that Congo does for you or Africa does for you, basically. Right. Uh, yeah. That's really, that's, um, I love that you said that because there is a narrative out there that says that Africa is uh, poor, impoverished, and, you know, it's not safe. But in all actuality, there are parts like that all over the world. You know, here in the U.S., we have impoverished states and impoverished communities and very beautiful communities as well. So I think that is quite unfair to lump 
a country in one category. So could you yeah. tell us a little bit about Congo? Like if someone were to visit Congo, like what, what can we do there? Like, just give us a description. <laughs> oh, okay. I went to Congo in 2017 mm-hmm. and it was so like, you know what is the... how can I say the people are just so fun and exciting they know how to have a good time (laughs) and they might be lacking in something but when I tell you that you will never know when you are spending time with them and the ambience that they bring you know they love dancing they love um dressing up you know it's just it was such a cool vibe that I got you know and we got to visit um different places like um we went to Maluku which is so beautiful saw the mountains over there you know um there's um City de Fleuve it's beautiful as well it's like a new a new area that they opened up when I was there it was really really nice as well it's very beautiful and like the greenery everything is just so nice mm-hmm. um so it was different to what I expected as a child as a child I just thought that I wasn't gonna see Congo like that you know but when I went there it was actually beautiful. I loved it, you know, and I visited certain areas. Um, you know, I don't know what the area was actually called, but I just know that the greenery area was just so beautiful. It had all the former presidents and all that that had been, they've got the statue area where they just, you know, it's all, it's just so, so lovely. Let's just say that. But yeah, it's beautiful. You should go. I, I definitely want to because I, I told you before I did my DNA test and I found out that a part of me is come from Congo. So <laughs> I want to visit Congo for sure. So what is it like living or publishing a book as a Congolese woman in the UK? So what was that process like? I know here in America, um, there are certain guidelines that we must follow. So in the UK, do you um, are there guidelines as well it's not um, not guidelines as such like that for like if I want to do like a Congolese book Mm -hmm. but it's more that you have to do most of the legwork Mm. you know when it comes to advertising the book when it comes to putting it out there for people to see it's mostly you that's doing it um because trying to get maybe like a publisher that was Congolese that could help me that was I couldn't I couldn't even find anybody you know so um it's it wasn't more of like any guidelines as such it's just that trying trying to now do everything on your own is not the easiest process let's just say but um I'm doing what I can I'm just there doing my research um calling around speaking to people you know it's all about communication speaking messaging people you know and just trying to get out as much as possible. And my children's school, um, my the kids, their school, um, they got whiff of it, and mm-hmm. um, they want me to go and speak to the school and read to the school as well. You know, so that's just the way it's gonna have to be done, really. Um, basically, yeah, through me and through word of mouth, really. That's just the way. But you know, like with someone else that probably um, has written a book that you know, is from the UK or whatnot, they might have a publisher that might help them mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, let them publish the book and whatnot. So it's the process is very different to the normal person, I should say. <laughs> you know? Right. The reason why I asked that question is because I, I've ran into a lot of people who want to publish books. And a lot of times they have this 
mindset that is it's hard and um they can't do it or they come up with a million and one excuses or they might say that I don't no one's ever said this to me but I can imagine that this would be an excuse that it could be easier in other places to publish books and they might have a resources that aren't here in the US or in their community but I ask you that because it sounds like the process is pretty similar like you have if you want to self publish your book you're going to have to put in a lot of work. You're going to have to put in a lot of research. You're going to have to do a lot of the work on yourself. So if you can do it, if I can do it, anyone can do it. You know, it's just, it takes the determination to, um, yeah. So I, that's, that's why I asked that question. So that way, if anyone has an excuse in their mind that they can't do something because of where they live or because of where they come from, that excuse is just, we just eradicated it. (laughs) (laughs) that's it you can do it no excuses that's it (laughs) exactly so have you inspired other Congolese women and men to publish books as well in your country um I think so um you know but I've when I read when I released a book I had another um Congolese um sister as well that she published her book as well Mm -hmm. and I've heard of others that are saying that they they will do it as well and I've said yeah it's good because we don't really have that many Congolese authors out there so it's yeah it's good and you know and and I've got some like cousins and sisters that are saying you know what I want to also maybe write an article or write this and write that so it's good I think it's definitely encourage people to um maybe if it's not writing a book but also doing something that they've always loved doing you know when they see me they look they're like wow she's got six kids and she's able to do this I'm gonna also do what I've always loved to do and I'm not gonna try and find an excuse I'm not gonna try and do I'm gonna go for it so I think that's what is kind of encouraged the people that I've been speaking to mm-hmm. I think that's what it's encouraged them to do to go for whatever they've always wanted to do so yeah That is very inspiring. And I appreciate you saying that, that uh, we should definitely go for our dreams because what's the worst that could happen? It doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) So that is, that's very inspiring. So um, what other books are you writing in the future? With that being said. Um, There's one I'm writing about fruits Mm -hmm. um, and certain, how can I say what, why it's good for you but in Lingala okay. you know um, yeah so you know you've got your soursop um, and you know they say that it helps with cancer mm-hmm. um, so I was when I was looking at certain plants and that I was just like um, certain fruits I was like you know what this will be good as well because it's educating um, people on how this fruit is beneficial for your body mm-hmm. as well so I will um, and something like soursop which um is so easy to find in congo it's just so easy here when you're trying to find soursop you have to really look you know go into certain shops and they've got it but other shops they don't have it but in congo it's so accessible oh wow yes i want certain certain fruits that's accessible in congo that's good for you you know that's what i'm working on fruits um i want to even food um foods that us Congolese we have like certain food you'll know that okay that's a Congolese dish so you have you know the puff puff migate you know we have bondu um the cassava leaves you know we have certain foods that everybody knows yep that's Congolese so I wanted to also 
you know write on that as well so I'm just working on a few of those kind of things so yeah that is so awesome so you're like you're a catalyst for the Congolese culture like just putting it out there on the map like listen we hear about the other no you know we love all the other African countries but um we are definitely you're you're putting Congo on the map right now right (laughs) so yes I'm all for Congo love I am here for it so um what where can people find you because I'm I would love to sit here and talk to you for like hours, but <laughs> but um, where can people find you? Where can, whenever you're coming out with new books, where where can we look out? Well, exactly. You can find me on Instagram on Nongo's Books. Mm-hmm. You can also find me on my website, www.nongosbooks.co.uk. I'm on there, so yeah. Okay. Shot me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And can we find you on any uh, Congo outlets, news outlets, or social media outlets? Should we look out for that as well? Um, hopefully, not that I know of yet, but hopefully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started following a, a Congo social media platform just to see if you're up okay. there and everything. So I've become very interested yeah. ever since I had the conversation with you. Of I think it was last month, maybe, or earlier this month. Yeah. Um, I've just been on the lookout. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm so excited about yeah. everything that you're doing and paving the way. And just, I, I feel like you're, this is just only the beginning, the surface of where you're going. So I'm just so honored that you agreed thank to talk you. to me. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. Thank for you. sure, for sure. Well, I hope you guys get the book. Is it on Amazon? Yeah, it's on Amazon. Animals of our land. Animals of it's our time. land. Yeah. All righty. And, and website. Okay. All right. So I will make sure I put everything in. Um, I'll put all of Nongo's information on our Instagram. And if you guys want to talk to her, you know, just reach out and uh, just be on the lookout. This is such a great book. I just I'm so excited about learning the African culture. And I've been talking to a lot of people about it. And I'm going to do what I can to help get it out here in America. So you are so welcome. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you.